You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Eagles are at the podium, and we have you covered here at Bleeding Green Nation, thanks to the five folk at SB Nation. As usual, I'm your host, Michael Kist, and we have two fresh press conferences for you today. First up is defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz from Sunday, August 4th. He talks about adjusting to life after the Camus Grugier Hill injury that could keep him out early in the regular season, but definitely through the preseason. Then it's offensive coordinator Mike Groh at the podium, who talks about the development of Miles Sanders and Jordan Mailata, among other topics. No training camp recap today. BLG is there, but he's going to be recording with John Stolness for a new BGN Radio tomorrow that will recap today and tomorrow's practices, plus they'll give a preview of the upcoming preseason game against the Tennessee Titans on Thursday. You're also going to get a couple new Kist and Solak shows soon, one tomorrow on Wednesday and another after the Titans game. You're also going to get a new QB Sco show with myself and Mark Schofield after the Titans game. We'll break down in detail all the different quarterback performances in that game. Also, as a side note, I'd like to officially welcome my friend, my mentor, Mark Schofield, to the SB Nation family. He's already been writing for places like Big Blue View and doing the QB Scotia with me here at BGN, but now he's a part, officially, of the Pat's Pulpit podcasting feed and his first show dropped this morning. I know it's not just Eagles fans listening in to this, and even if you are and you have an interest in teams around the league, you could do a lot worse than listening to Schofield's debut on Pat's Pulpit. So look forward to all the new shows dropping into your feed and keep pumping these shows into your earballs by subscribing to the best and only Eagles podcast on the planet. Big week as the Eagles start their first real action very soon, but for now, let's go to the podium. How's it going? Um, just like any other position, um, you got to train your depth and guys need to be able to step up and, and make plays for you. It's still early enough in camp that there'll be plenty of opportunities for people to, to show that they can be trusted to play whatever role we ask them to play. Um, good news is we'll get him back eventually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, and again, just depth chart-wise, I, I think that's probably one position where you guys, if, you, if you're watching, you see so many different groups of guys. But obviously with Nigel not practicing right now, it, it provides a lot of opportunities for guys. But we have, you know, guys that were here last year. We signed some rookies and even uh, bringing in some, some vets like uh, LJ and Zach. You know, all those guys have done good things. The biggest thing will be, at the end of camp, at the end of our preseason games, trying to figure out who fits best where and, um, you know, who can handle the role that, um, you know, that's required of them. You know, it sort of – it hurts to lose um, Camus for just even even for the little bit of time that we'll miss him because he was having a good camp. And he was, he was one of those guys we talked about a couple of days ago that, 
you know, his third year in the scheme and really fourth year, but his third training camp and really developing and, um, and, and showing, you know, a mastery of what we're doing. And uh, it's a little bit of a setback for him and for us. Well, it's it's really not complimenting each other. It's just getting reps. Last practice, it wasn't that way. Um, and there's have other ones that, that haven't. It's probably been about 50% that have been the way that you've gone out. And, um, you know, a lot of guys are playing multiple positions. It's just sort of the way it works. There's really not a master plan behind it as much as just getting guys reps this time. Is there a silver lining? You mentioned last season was all the injuries in the secondary. And now... Well, we won some important games down the stretch last year with Nate Gary as starting linebacker for us. So we're certainly confident in putting him in the game, and he has confidence in himself. So one thing about him is, is you know he'll be ready. Um, but, yeah, that um, – you know, short-term cost of, of having injured guys or having injured guys out and playing inexperienced guys, there are some startup costs to that. But, you know, once you make it past that, you're able to, you know, gain from their experience. And, you know, I, I, from Nate's case, you know, Nate played a lot of role, a lot of uh, snaps for us in the opener last year when Nigel wasn't available. And then when, when, when Jordan got um, injured down the line, um, you know, played some really important snaps. So, um, I don't know how much, um, you know, we, we, we haven't paid that much of a price for him being on the field. He's helped us win. He's made some big plays. Like I said, I'd, he was a key part of uh, winning those games down the stretch that was able to get us to the playoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, we're going to plug him in a lot of different a lot of different places. We expect a lot from our safeties. Um, we need multi-dimensional players. We think he is. Um, you know, and we'll just see where it takes us. Um, you know, it's a little tough, you know, coming five days into camp or five, five practices in, whatever it is. But he's a veteran player, and it's really a matter of terminology, picking it up. And, um, you know, hopefully in the next couple of days he'll have a really good understanding of where we are and, and what we're asking him to do, and he'll be able to show. Um, safeties are becoming very important in the NFL. They've always been important, but even more so. You know, he just takes about half a minute watching path to the draft or whatever those things, and you just hear all the, you know, guys talking about mismatch tight ends and mismatch um, running backs. Well, you know, those guys those guys can, you know, if you get guys that are multidimensional, you can neutralize some of those kind of players. have to be able to play in the box in space and things like that, and you know, I think he fits well with us. As a follow-up to that, in the past two seasons especially, is that a package you expect to use more this season? And with a linebacker down, would you turn to that more presently? Um, you know, we it, it really depends. It's a game-by-game basis. Um, you know, it really wasn't so much last year, um, Super Bowl year, down the line. I mean, we, we went to it an awful lot. Um, some of it has to do with personnel. Again, Jordan had been injured then. Some have some has to do with matchups against certain opponents, um, you know, schemes that they run where it's easier to just have a safety on both sides instead of trying to, um, you know, trying to rotate to safeties and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, so it, it, that, that's yet to be that's yet to be seen. The offense, the offense sort of, I don't say dictates that, but they dictate that by the personnel they have on the field. I mean, I can say, I can say all I want, yeah, we're going to play, you know, ninety percent three safeties, and if the offense plays a different personnel, then obviously you're not going to play that. So, um, it 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 depends. I mean, I, that's a long way of saying it depends. How would you how would you assess the cornerback play? The corner, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll say it's you know it's when when you go live and you know offenses is you know and and the pass rush is real. I think that's when you really see what your what your corners can do. You know, there's a lot of times in seven on seven, a corner might not look great, but you know in reality, the quarterback pumped one way and held the ball for four seconds, and you know and. You know, the, the coverage isn't designed to last that long. Or other plays where maybe, um, you know, they'll throw a short pass and the corner will come off and tag off on the guy, and you're like, okay, he's down right there, but you don't always make those tackles. So I think when, when you really get live in preseason games is when you can really see it, and then obviously regular season. What do you think of the live Looks like first day of live. It looks suspiciously like first day of live tackling. Um, you know, you don't get very many chances to do that, and um, particularly, particularly our our later groups and younger players really struggled with it. You know, you didn't notice it very much um, with a lot of first run type players that were out there. But you know, the next groups, and I don't know if it's always just tackling; it's the combination of communication and scheme and all those things and then having to finish tackle it adds another layer to what they're asked to do and um, they need to respond better to it when we get that and they'll get they'll get plenty of chances here in the preseason yeah it's awesome it, it's it it gives us a, a nice lift during um sort of the dog dog days of training camp players get to come out here and particularly the young players that have never experienced it see where their locker would be and um, go out there and um, you know just experience the crowd it it's even good to um, test your communication um, you know and and guys used to being able to you know we have music at practice but guys can sort of talk over the music but it's hard to talk over you know 40 40,000 whatever we'll have today um, and I know they'll be loud um, so that's that's good for us also Jim, a couple more please um I don't know I'll let you know when it when it comes it's 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 not now you know we're taking a patient approach and just about all those guys are veteran players that have really proved their worth in the NFL and it's just a matter of getting those guys healthy and getting them enough reps that they knock the rust off um, they're not new to the system they're not new to the NFL um, you know, they're, they're all coming from a position of experience. In your 25-plus years, how have you seen or how has the view of the preseason evolved? Have you seen the league's attitude for the preseason? Um, you mean training camp or? No, no, I'm sorry, preseason games. Oh, preseason, oh, preseason games. games, yeah. I don't, um, this is the last time we Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, it just is what it is. We give a, we're given a certain set of criteria and it's our job to sort of figure out how to best use that criteria to um you know to play i mean i i'll take you way back i grew up in baltimore and um 
the the Colts were coming off a AFC um, championship game appearance. They lost to the Raiders, and I think it was seventy eight that they were playing a preseason game against the Lions, and it was late in the preseason game, and um, they needed to like win the game, and they put Burt Jones back in the game, and Al Bubba Baker separated his shoulder, and the Colts season was like lost, and it was like, I think it was the sixth preseason game too. Obviously, that's something you'd never see now. But like, you know, it was it was it was different. It was you know, training camp was longer. It was two week two two practices in full pads a day. Now we have one practice, and you know, not all of them are in full pads. Um, you know, playing time is probably a little bit more limited in preseason games. Um, task is still the same: get ready for the regular season. Um, you know, I think we're a little bit smarter about it now. I think everybody across the league is a little bit smarter about it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I, I think we're still in the process of determining the, the playing time. That'd be something that Coach would get, get with you guys later on the week about. Yeah, I mean, Miles is doing a great job every day. He's coming out and, uh, you know, knows what, what we want to get better at each and every day. And, um, you know, he's really just kind of started being able to get out there and, and be involved in the huddle and uh, be part of the play call, get out, be able to decipher what the defense is doing, react to it. And, you know, we think he's really making good progress. How do you look at Jordan Maialata's second training camp? Has he made the kind of progress that you expect or want him to make? Uh, you know, it's a very good question because really how do you set an expectation? Obviously, you know, we're trying to get this guy ready to play in, in, on Sundays, um, and he's coming from ground zero. Um, so every day that he makes improvement I think is a positive day. Every game, day that the game slows down for him. Um, is a very positive day for him and should help his confidence and help our confidence in him. Um, that being said, you know, he's still playing against some really good guys and seeing things for the first time and just getting acclimated to playing football. So, uh, you know, he's made a lot of really good progress and, uh, you know, it'll be exciting preseason for him. Mike Nate's getting a lot more reps this year versus last year. When you watch the film, how has that helped him? I think, uh, you know, Nate is, is uh, certainly in year three in our system. Um, you know, having had two full off seasons in our system here, he's got a very good grasp of it. And I think he's uh, decisive out there, knows what he wants to get to. He's, he's seeing what the defense is trying to do to him, and, and he's got answers immediately. 
and is able to get in out, get us in and out of uh, the right plays. Um, thought he played, uh, you know, fast last night, made some good throws, and uh, and, and really was effective. Is there anything in particular that pops out on film that you feel like he's improved at? Um, I mean, I, I think those things really that that I'm talking about, just in terms of his his uh, urgency uh, in the pocket. You know, in the in the last week, you see, I like. Uh, he's on balance and, and he's using his lower body, um, so his velocity has been able to stay up and his accuracy has been good. Are there any other guys with passive experience in the system that are kind of getting more reps? Like Ward, third year too, and yeah. he played. I think you talked before about you know the value right. of playing in the AAF. Yeah. Was there a question? I'm sorry. I think, well, just what where do you think he is now and, and how much easier is the game? Maybe not easier, but how, yeah. how much uh, is the game slowed down for him? I think, uh, you know, what a catch last night in the quarter of the end zone that he made. Um, that's certainly something that we thought he was capable of physically. Um, but he really took a lot of things. Not only did, did he run an excellent route and elevate and make a play over DB, which, you know, we talk about all the time with the receivers um, down there in the end zone. It's really like going up for a rebound. You know, when you're playing basketball, you're going up, you want to take it off the rim, and you don't have to bring the ball down. You want to bring the ball and twist away and keep the ball away from the defender, and that was a great example of that. So, um, you know, doing things like that, you know, when early on you're just trying to make sure you're doing the right thing, um, not necessarily, you know, how to do it. He's just trying to, you know, trying to get it right, and now he's, he's really been able to take the next step. special teams play into you know, these roster decisions with the last guys? Well, you guys have been doing this a long time, and so – um, I think everybody on our roster knows the emphasis that we place on special teams and that uh, the old NFL adage, the more you can do, the more valuable you are. Um, so whatever Coach Phipp has as, as his role on special teams, I'm sure that he's taken very seriously. Corey and Mac both dealing with these, these lingering injuries. Do you feel like you know them both well enough to, to evaluate them uh, if they're not able to play in the preseason? Well, we, we know their games, but they're just not able to get out there and compete. So from that standpoint, it makes it challenging. Yeah. Just the live environment of a preseason game for the younger players. You talked about some of the receivers. Reps are good, but yeah. you need to see that. Sure. Uh, it's a lot different than just practicing out here. I mean, even just being able to go over there last night, 40,000 fans. I mean, what a turnout you know, by our fans here in Philly. And um, the energy in the stadium under the lights uh, is a different atmosphere, and you see how guys react to that. So we get another uh, four opportunities to do that, and I think they're all very valuable. Um, we're trying to get you know something out of each and every one of those, and whether it's just player evaluation or scheme evaluation and things like that, um, each one of these opportunities is really important. As follow up that, Mike, it, it, it seems that the league is trending in the direction of not playing their starters as often in the preseason. Have, have you seen that, and has your view of the preseason shifted in your time as as coach? Yeah, probably so as I've been in the league longer um, in terms of being able to take care of guys that are veteran guys that – uh, understand how to get ready for, for NFL regular season games and, um, you know, how the speed of the game is going to be even faster than uh, in practice, but they're prepared for that both mentally and physically. They know the system and they know their game and, and they know a lot of the opponents they're playing against. So I think all those things kind of weigh into it. Jordan Howard came in with a reputation of not being a great receiver. What have you seen from him in the past? Yeah, he's done a really nice job, um, both both in catching the ball and in the protection. Uh, he's been all over his protection. He's done a really good job of that, been sound and firm in protection, uh, allowing our quarterbacks to, uh, to be able to step up in the pocket and, and make the throws down the field and when we throw it to him. Uh, I think he's done a nice job of catching it.
Going back to last night, you know, we could see practice a little bit differently than how we see it here being above and everything. We got to see Miles sort of hit a little in a, in a red zone drill, sort of hit a stop and then accelerate in a way I, I don't know that I could see from here. Is that what you see when you look at the tape? Like, are you seeing more maybe even than when you drafted him in terms of athleticism and playmaking ability? Shoot, I, I don't know if I would say we've seen more. Um, I think, uh, you know, Howie and, and Joe and Andy and everybody there in the, in the front office scouting department, um, Deuce as, as a running back coach, I think we all felt really strongly about Miles and his ability. Um, that was a very good cut, the play you're talking about, where he jumped cut out to the right and ran to the corner of the end zone. Um, was an excellent cut. And, um, one, you know, one of those kind of runs where, you know, you're standing back there and you go, Kind of look at each other and go. That's that's a really that's a heck of a run. So we're pleased with where he's at, and obviously we know we got another month to go um, to get him ready for Washington. Player is pump free now that he's not. Seems like for the first time he's not trying to play through something or he's not. Yeah. Going to the sideline for a week and back in. Yeah. It's, I'm happy for Pump. You know that he hasn't. Uh, you know, knock on wood. Don't really want it, but he's he's done a nice job. He's showing up every day, um, and and. You know, he's, he's gotten better. He's, he's kind of another one of those guys. This is year three for him, and um, he's comfortable in our, in our language and our system and knows what to do, and he's just going to go out there and do it on uh, Thursday and, and for the rest of the preseason. That was easy. All right. Yeah. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.